Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to the 49ers Inside the Oval podcast presented by Dignity Health. I'm Haley Jones. And I'm Patty Kwan. And today we are joined by Senior Manager of Sweet Activation, Hillary Wallach. Hillary, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me. To start, what is Sweet Activation at the 49ers and what does your role as a Senior Manager entail? Yeah, great question. So Sweet Activation Basically, we manage all things related to our current suite partners. So after a sale is made by our wonderful suite sales team on a long-term basis, so a multi-year term, we work with our suite partners to make sure that they have the best experience here at Levi's Stadium. So whether it's a 49ers game, concert, soccer match, whatever is included in their suite partnership, we help them with. So assisting with activating anything that is included with their suite. So on event day and answering all their questions, uh, basically everything from a, a customer service standpoint. We were just at, I don't know why I said we, you weren't there, Patty. I was just <laughs> at um, a Warriors game and we got a tour around Chase Center and they showed us all of the different suites and areas. And it was funny because I was with someone who works in suite activation. And she goes, if I could, this is the suite area I would want to be a, like a member of. Do you have that here? Like which suite you would want? Yes. And I'm definitely biased because these are my clients. So <laughs> um, we have what are called Citrix Owners Suites. So they're our highest tier of suite partnership. So they have everything included. So they either paid upfront or annually, and they receive all 49ers games, all events at Levi Stadium. Their food and beverage is included, including alcohol. So wine, cocktails, all that fun stuff. That is definitely the suite that I would want, the cream of the crop, and also awesome views because they're 
between the 20 yard lines on the visitor side. So really good view of the game. That's really cool. Yeah. What was your path to the 49ers? Yeah, um, it's a great question. It's actually kind of a lengthy story that um, doesn't really start related to football. But when I was in college, I was interning at a nonprofit that was connected to a bank that my mom works for in Oakland. And I started um, assisting this woman, Trina Barton, who uh, was managing um, events for the nonprofit with the bank. And happened to be working on an event and she introduced me to her boyfriend at the time, Dustin Albertson, uh, <laughs> our VP of sales ticketing and service. So that, that kind of led me to my path here with the 49ers. You know, he asked me what I was looking to do and I said I wanted to be in sports. So whatever that meant, just getting in the door. That fortunately lined up perfectly with a program that they were starting at Candlestick Park. Uh, the second to last season that Candlestick was open, it was called the Fan Ambassador Program. So we would basically, it's like a guest services role. So you're answering any questions that someone has once they walk into the stadium. So whether it's just greeting them, telling them where the bathroom is, telling them where they can go to concessions. Um, Candlestick had really, really tight concourses. So uh, it was very packed and just a very unique experience night and day compared to here at Levi Stadium where we have two separate concourses. So that is not lost on me. But I did that while I was still in college. I went to college in L.A. actually. Um, so I would fly back and forth every other weekend when we had a home game and uh, do the role for every home game. So that was Definitely a very cool, unique thing to do during my uh, college experience. Instead of studying abroad, that was kind of my version of studying abroad, was working NFL games and did that for the last two seasons at Candlestick. And then when we opened Levi Stadium in 2014, worked part-time in ticketing as an inside member services representative, working with our season ticket members, answering phone calls, emails, um, for anything regarding opening Levi Stadium and what it meant to be a season ticket member. So I did that for the first season at Levi Stadium and then moved over to our membership service team full-time to work with season ticket members. Did that for five seasons, I think, four or five seasons. And then in December of 2018, moved over to Sweet Activation. So I've been on the Sweet Activation team ever since. How was it balancing flying back and forth for this program while you were still in school? Yeah, um, you know, it definitely worked out that I was able to kind of make my schedule my own. So I only had classes Tuesday through Thursday. Love it. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the beauty of being a communication studies major. Yep. Yep. Me too. Yep. <laughs> it's a good life. So very flexible schedule with that. So I'd leave either Thursday night or Friday morning. Um, my parents live in the East Bay and that's where I grew up. So I'd stay with them. So I had a place to stay, fortunately. Um, and then, yeah, I'd go work the game, which was awesome. And, you know, my 
family. It's three generations of Niners fans born and raised in San Francisco. So sometimes I'd carpool with my dad to games and he'd watch the game and I'd be working the game. So um, it all worked out. Luckily, it wasn't too stressful. I did, you know, miss out on a couple of college experiences because of it. Um, But I think in the long run, you know, it's led me to here, which has just been an amazing journey. So it all worked out. I think that's a college experience in itself. Like how many people can say they did that while in school? Yeah. Let alone like in different parts of the state. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. It was definitely uh, fun to talk about when I would come back after a game. And I remember, you know, being in the, the gym that we had at my school and when they'd show like highlights of a game and especially if we lost a game, I'd be on the elliptical just pissed off, like (laughs) getting my fuel from uh, being fired up from that loss. So yeah, it was always fun to come back to and talk to my friends about what the game was like. Fun. Yeah. So you've been with the 49ers for over 10 years. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It makes me feel very old. (laughs) Established. (laughs) That's a great way of putting it. Thank you. Can you just tell us like how different like member services was from like sweet activation or just things you learned along the way to get to the current role you're in? Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, it's been really cool to see just how much it's grown. Um, When I was on the membership service team, there were four of us managing our season ticket member accounts. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but we have, you know, tens of thousands of season ticket member accounts. So it's a lot to break up um, between all of us. And the team has definitely grown, which has been amazing to see. And same for sweet activation and all the things that we handle, you know, we've added more people to our team and, you know, it's just really helped me grow in, uh, problem solving, I think is really important, um, in both roles that I've had at the 49ers is just kind of, you know, figuring out how to have difficult conversations, finding solutions for people to make sure that, you know, they're getting the most out of their experience because, let's be honest, they're paying a lot of money to have a really great time here. Um, And, you know, the other aspect of it is just watching team performance evolve. You know, when I was first on the membership service team, um, our records were certainly not like they have been uh, recently. And so just seeing the different kinds of conversations that come up when you're a team that's, you know, struggling versus, uh, you know, a team that's been to NFC championships, you know, three out of the last five seasons. So it's, it's really cool to just see the evolution of, you know, a stadium, a team and all sides of, of dealing with season ticket members and suite partners. Speaking of that evolution, what was it like for you as an employee to go from candlestick to Levi's? Yeah. You know, I'm going to be honest. I had never been to Santa Clara in my life <laughs> until they opened Levi Stadium. So it definitely was eye-opening just to get familiar with the area. But, you know, obviously there's a lot of nostalgia with Candlestick and, uh, you know, being the San Francisco 49ers. But to have such a, a larger stadium is, you know, the way that I think of it and being able to just navigate where you need to go so much easier compared to candlestick like it's just night and day um 
I don't even know if there really was a service tunnel to be able to walk through at Candlestick. I'm sure there was, but I maybe just didn't have access to it. So um, it just definitely helps getting from place to place where you need to be. Um, and, you know, just the the different technology. I mean, there, I don't even know if they had flat screen TVs at Candlestick Park. So, and the, and the suites there too. Um, the carpet there was a sight to be seen. Um, and it's just a huge contrast to be able to see that, but. They just announced some of the suites were getting renovated. Mm-hmm. How much of that process did you have a say in? Because you are a touch point with so many suite owners. Yeah. So that's actually a really big part of what we're currently working on is letting our suite partners know about these renovations and what that means for their current suite partnership and what the future you know, holds. We're kind of calling it the next era of Levi Stadium or Levi Stadium 2.0. So we're really excited about it. Um, our team has definitely had a hand in you know, everything from the fixtures that are going to be updated in the suites to you know, what's really important to our suite partners, something that might seem, you know, very, very basic is like, we currently have locks on suite cabinets for our suite partners with a key. And we're like, we need to turn those into like actual codes so that it's easier instead of losing a key, not being Mm -hmm. able to get into your cabinet where whatever personal belongings you have in there. So even the small details like that just figuring out what is going to make a better experience for our suite partners when we renovate these suites. Do you have a favorite memory since joining the 49ers? Yes, I have a lot, um, but I'll give a candlestick memory and I'll give a Levi Stadium memory. I think candlestick was the pick at the stick with Navarro Bowman. It was incredible. I had a perfect view of that play and just so vividly remember everyone in the crowd going crazy and that being what carried us to the playoffs that year. It was just so amazing. I get goosebumps thinking about it or anytime that, you know, I see it on TV and then Levi Stadium. I think that this is probably common for a lot of us who were here in 2019, but, you know, the first time that we were able to host playoffs at uh, Levi Stadium and going to the Super Bowl after winning the NFC championship against the Packers. That game was so awesome and just a feeling like I couldn't describe, you know, all of us singing don't stop believing <laughs> after the game ended and the confetti. I have so many photos of doing like snow angels and confetti and it's just a moment that I'll never forget and being able to share all the hard work, you know, with my coworkers and especially the ones that were here for the ups and the downs. It was, there's nothing like it. You are, I was going to say were, but our friends are good, really good friends with Meg Williams. Mm -hmm. How many photos do you have of you just like around? You said like I have photos of me with confetti and all I could picture was her just like taking a lot of photos. Do you have more photos than probably you would have taken if you weren't roommates with a photographer? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, definitely she finds a great way to find the moments, the small moments that you don't really think about capturing in photos, but just being really spontaneous and catching those. And, you know, it's been really awesome when she was working here. She would join us on our VIP road trips where we'd go to away games too, and she'd capture some really cool moments in away stadiums too for those games. And, uh, you know, I'm so grateful that, you know, she's such a near and dear friend and 
she thinks of those little things to be able to capture. So I have some really amazing photos that she's taken over the over the years. Do you have a favorite VIP trip, like Sweet Holders trip that you've been on? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that the Raiders game in Vegas this year was our VIP road trip, and that's pretty tough to beat. Uh, New Year's Day, that was quite the logistical feat for us to kind of navigate through because New Year's in Vegas is already its own monster. But bringing, uh, you know, 100 suite partners to Vegas and going to a new stadium that we haven't been to before and, you know, experiencing such an amazing game, too real nail biter um, down to the wire. And that was, that was really awesome. So it's, it's tough to top that. Going back to college, you said you were a communications major. Mm -hmm. When you first got, you stepped on campus for the first time. What did you think you wanted to do? Well, I definitely wanted to be the next Erin Andrews. She is my role model I just admire her so much. I thought that I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. We didn't have a sports broadcasting program at my school. So I started looking into other aspects of how to get involved in the sports world and realized I kind of wanted to be behind the scenes instead of in front of the camera. So that is originally what I thought my path was going to be. And, you know, I, I still think even though our you know, jobs are very different. I still look to her for inspiration. I listen to her and Krista Thompson's podcast every week that they come out with a new episode. You know, she has actually tweeted at me once before, which like (laughs) completely made my like year. Um, It was during 2020 and I was like, this is amazing. But yeah. I think we have very similar trajectories. I also went into college like majoring in communication, thinking I wanted to do sports journalism, sports broadcasting. UCSB didn't have a program. So like you, I also was like, how else can I get involved in sports? So it's just kind of funny, like where you start and then like where you end up. Yeah. And I think too, the interesting thing is, you know, you see these jobs that are visible on TV and that you know of by just watching football. So obviously coaching, broadcasting. And I think when you're younger, you don't realize there are so many other opportunities that are out there, you know, in the front office. So there are so many different departments that make all these things happen for, for teams and professional sports. So, um, definitely learning about that is, is really cool and evolving in that sense. Well, I think the other part too, is like, growing up when you watch sports like obviously it is changing when you were watching sports the only women you would see were those broadcasters or the Mm -hmm. sideline reporters and so when you were going to school and be like I want to be involved in sports that was the role that you thought that you that was the only role you thought you could take because Mm -hmm. there was a visibility issue but it was also seeing someone who looked like you I think Austin was on the podcast where he was like I can't be what I can't see or something like that and I think speaks to just like the importance of representation and why it matters and so it's really cool I think just to sit in a room with all women in different aspects of sports because there are a lot of opportunities out there and kind of the whole point of this podcast which shout out Haley for starting it to begin with to provide visibility into (laughs) these roles that people don't otherwise see so very 
important. Aw, thanks, guys. Very important work. Yes. And you're doing great. <laughs> Hopefully there's someone out there listening to this that's wanting to get involved in sports that doesn't know where to start and knows that there are all these different opportunities out there. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. So speaking of college, you had a lengthy list of extracurriculars and volunteerism on LinkedIn, including your <laughs> involvement in Greek life. Yes. I'm curious, like, what would you say are the benefits of joining a sorority? And what did you learn from that experience? Yeah, I loved my experience um, as a member of Delta Gamma. And I went to LMU, uh, Loyola Marymount in LA. And I think what was unique for my particular situation is I had a really big class, a freshman class for going to LMU. So we actually outgrew the freshman dorms. So I was in a sophomore dorm. So I didn't really get to know that many freshmen um, my first semester because we did recruitment my second semester. So it was a great opportunity just to get to know freshmen my age because I only knew like my three other suite mates that I had and maybe a few other freshmen that were in the building. Um, so that in and of itself was huge for me it was just getting to know that you know, other than people in my classes and, and people in my dorm, they were out there. I was just on the complete opposite side of campus. But yeah, just getting involved in different volunteering opportunities and just being a part of that community. I was in leadership um, in high school. So volunteering was something that was very important to me and having that carry over into college. You know, we would have Greek games every year where we would do uh, flag football, and we had uh, what was called lip sync, and it was doing a dance routine with our whole sorority in front of the entire school. And as a dancer growing up, that was something that was always uh, fun to do in college and being able to do that. Um, but just really like a well-rounded experience in college, being able to add that extracurricular side of not just, you know, going to class um, and doing all the typical college things, but also tying in Greek life to it really made the experience for me. You talked about leadership throughout that, and then you got to the 49ers, and I know you were involved with Women Connect once you were here. What made you want to be a part or lead that group? Yeah, you know, it was very, it was in the very early stages when I first started here at the 49ers, and we didn't even have an official board at that point. So um, Jess Mayberry, who used to work here, she had founded um, Women Connect with a few other women who worked here at the Niners and just going to the events. I was like, this is really cool. And I want to be a part of actually, you know, planning these events, bringing women together in the organization um, that you might not typically work with on the day to day. And so I was a founding member of a member of the Women Connect board. And that was really cool to be able to see it grow and like I mentioned earlier, I think what's really cool is just getting to work with people that you wouldn't typically work with. So whether it's finance, legal, um, you know, and, and people that you do work with on a, on a different level than just like the day-to-day -day work aspects and just having that sense of camaraderie and going through similar experiences of women working in the sports industry. I think that's something that is really awesome that we have here at the Niners that we have that avenue to be able to, you know, get to know each other on a, on a different level. Do you have a favorite Women Connect event or memory? Yeah, 
I would say we do the Speak Easy event that is very fun where we get to know executives, uh, male and female, at the 49ers. Um, and it's having, you know, icebreakers and just getting to know each other on a different level and having fun conversations and, you know, understanding more about our roles here within the organization while also having some fun cocktails. I think it's a great way to to hang out and take some of the pressure off of getting to know that executive level because, you know, it can be intimidating. But I think that's always been my favorite event that's uh, been hosted by Women Connect. Transitioning to your game day, I'm really curious because, like, I see Patty every game day, and so I know what, like, our routines are. We've built how early we get here, where we go, the first place we go once we park what is your game day like? Yeah. Um, I get here around 8 or 8.30 just to get everything set up in the suites. So we'll drop off field passes, um, suite passes in the suites. Sometimes we have to set up gifts for our guests. And then pregame, it's a lot of being at our desks and just troubleshooting any emails or phone calls that we get with issues that might come up with parking or getting into the stadium with mobile ticketing. Um, and then once kickoff happens, we're doing visits throughout the entire game. So we're visiting our clients, watching some of the game with them, which is really fun, especially when uh, you have some really exciting moments that are happening in the game to be able to share that with them and, you know, a, a bonding experience and, uh, you know, bonding over the game of football and just getting to know each other better through the reason that we're all here to watch 49ers football. So yeah, we're doing visits throughout the entire game. And then, um, sometimes we do have sweet partners who go on the field post game when NBC sports Bay area does their show down there. And so it's fun to kind of watch behind the scenes there too. Um, and then usually leave about an hour after the game. So it's a, it's a full day. And then of course, when I get in my car, I listen to the KNBR broadcast <laughs> and I can't get enough of uh Niners football, just recapping everything. So that's what my day looks like. And then do you attend all Levi stadium events as well? Yeah, for the most part. So I'll be here for, you know, all concerts that we have, um, most soccer matches, you know, sometimes life comes up and uh, we have, you know, personal things like weddings to go to. So there's some times where I'm not here for those events, but um, I try not to miss a concert because I'm a huge uh, music fan. So it's really awesome because we visit with our clients before those start, and then we really can just enjoy them during the concert because you don't really want to have to talk, you know, when you're a guest at the stadium to to your uh, representative. So we just let everyone enjoy the music, and we get to enjoy the music too. And we get such amazing talents here, so it's really fun to be able to be a part of that. Did you have a service industry job before you got to the 49ers? Because I feel like everything that you've had at the 49ers has been so client and person focused. Is that a skill you honed once you got here or did you have that experience beforehand? Yeah, I actually had no experience working in the service industry at all. The internship that I did um, when I had met Dustin um, was completely unrelated, a little bit more just on the event planning side. And it really has just grown from the different roles that I've had here at the Niners. And you know, growing up, I think I was actually pretty shy 
And it wasn't until I got into college and, you know, working this job at the Niners game day that I really just started to realize I love interacting with people. I love talking and, you know, combining that with, you know, sports is just an awesome thing to be able to call a job. So yeah, no, no service background up until coming here. You have a favorite non-NFL event at Levi's Stadium. Mm, That's a good question. I'm sure I have a few. I remember One Direction came here. So and <laughs> <laughs> I know, RIP. But that was really awesome. There were a lot of screams, and I was probably <laughs> one of them. <laughs> but that was really cool. I'm trying to think. There's just been, we've been so fortunate to host so many really, you know, cool events here that I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I can't forget my favorite band, uh, Rolling Stones. They're my absolute favorite. I remember trying to see them a few years prior to them coming here and they sold out of tickets like immediately. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to see them. And then being able to work and um, see them live was just amazing. So also listening to the Stones. It's a big contrast between One Direction <laughs> and the Rolling Stones. It's but... like a boy band. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a you thing going a on. Yeah. In the UK. So oh, yeah. there you go. Do you have any advice to anyone who wants to get into the sports industry? You know, I think it's something that I'll definitely take from my personal experiences. Any experience that is presented to you working in the sports industry. So like for me, working game day only, just go for it. Just getting your foot in the door is something that you never know where it's going to take you. I never knew that was going to be the path for me just working, um, you know, 10 games out of the year that it would grow into this. So when the opportunity presents itself, I know easier said than done, but just saying yes and figuring out how you're going to make it work afterwards, it, it can pay off for you. Um, you know, it's so many people I feel like want to work in the sports industry. So when those few opportunities come your way, just, just go for it. In a job posting, there's always a really scary, scary bullet point at the bottom. Have you done something in your current role, or I guess in any of your roles with the 49ers that would be classified as other duties as assigned. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, You're a regular yes. listener then. <laughs> yes. Um, I have done so many. I'm I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head, but I know there are plenty. At this point, I just kind of assume anything that we do assisting our sweet partners is a part of my job. <laughs> so anything that entails, I'll do. But I think maybe like giving you know, stadium tours um, or museum tours. That's not something that I really have like experience in formally doing, but, you know, being here day in and day out, um, you're so acquainted with the building that you are actually equipped to be able to do that. Um, There are some things that I do that I'm like, I can't believe, like, this is so cool that this is a part of my job that it doesn't really like feel like a job. So, um, you know, visiting guests on the sidelines that have field passes, like that is always such a cool, unique opportunity. Um, you know, I've put together gift bags for, you know, Elton John um, for that concert. Um, just smaller things like that. 
but I, I know there are endless examples. It's just not coming to me very easily. I almost <laughs> wanted to ask you earlier, like, is there, when you check in on your, uh, your sweet clients and things like that, like, do they ever have weird requests or like, like you said, like someone loses a key and we're all just scrambling to find this key for the lock on the cabinets. Like, yes. Anything like that. Yes. Actually something just popped in my head that counts for, for both of these questions. <laughs> um, so there was a, a chef that worked at a Michelin star restaurant that was a guest of one of our sweet partners. And he had brought some Parker house rolls and a huge tin of caviar that needed to be brought into the stadium. So I remember having to meet him out at a tailgate because he was also doing a fancy tailgate setup. You know, got the tin of caviar, got the rolls to serve the caviar on and set that up in the suite. So that was very unique, a unique request that I received to set that up. It's you know, very bougie, but also cool to see a tin of caviar that's that big because you can only imagine how much that costs. <laughs> so are um, you nervous? Like, yeah, like do, what don't if I drop, drop it. This? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a couple of things where like, is security going to let me through with this? But am I setting this up right? Because I'm not really a caviar connoisseur. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know, chefs can be very particular. So definitely nervous to that degree, but it all worked out. I took some pictures for my own personal keeping just to remember that moment and be like, this is really cool. So that was definitely a unique request that I've fulfilled. Did you get to try it? I didn't get Aww. to try it, unfortunately. But, well, I don't know if it's unfortunate. I'm not sure caviar's <laughs> my thing, but... <laughs> you mentioned, like, sweet food earlier. Do you get to try it, like, so that you can tell your partners, you know, what's... I mean, I'm sure it's all great, but just like what you recommend if they have questions. Yeah. Um, an event that we have put on previously is our sweet tasting event where we sample all kinds of items that are on the menu that we're going to be offering in preparation for the season. So we've definitely tried out items there. Um, I think something that is really popular and a classic is mac and cheese. <laughs> Um, and we have a pulled pork mac and cheese, so I've had a lot of that. So that's really good. And yeah, just your traditional stadium food, I would say, is the most popular thing in the suite, even though you would think about it being an elevated experience. I think those are still tried and true. And the fanciest thing I think I've ever seen is like a tomahawk steak platter Ooh. in a suite. You don't see it often, but it's always uh, eye-catching when you see that in someone's suite. Wow. Yeah. As someone who grew up a four, or from a 49ers fan family, did you have a favorite player growing up? Jerry Rice, for sure. Also Steve Young. And the, the funny thing about that is I remember having a poster of Steve Young in my room growing up. And it was on this sliding door that I have in my bedroom that connects to my bathroom. And somehow it became untaped. And it is in the, like, pocket of where the door goes into so when I slide it when I go back home I can still hear the poster I'm like <laughs> I need to get this thing out of there and see what it looks like what kind of state it's in um, but yeah I just think he is such a great personality and a great ambassador of the 49ers too I love listening to him on KNBR and 
you know, I've been fortunate enough to have a handful of interactions with him too. And he's so friendly, really funny. So yeah, the two of them and, and they're a great duo together too. So I feel like you should get that framed at this point. That feels like <laughs> predetermination or something. I know. And I'm, I'm trying to think of like, it's probably faded into like a pink color at this <laughs> point because it was back when we had like the maroon jerseys, I'm pretty sure. So it's it's definitely not the look that we're used to now of, of the 49ers uniforms. <laughs> Hillary, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Yeah, thank you both. This was a lot of fun. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.